0: Hey guys, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. Today I'm going to be talking about being comfortably numb. This is when people are numbing their feelings and their emotions with things that are not necessarily healthy. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you and I will talk to you soon. If you are struggling recovering from a toxic relationship and you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, you can go to the products tab, and select whichever product works best for your situation. You can also make a donation to the podcast by going to mattpfeiffercoaching.com and going to the donations tab. And if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on a future episode, you can also go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to the contact tab send me an email, three paragraphs max, being very direct about your situation and I would love to answer any question that you might have right here on the podcast. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for today's episode. It doesn't matter if you're still in the toxic relationship or if you're in recovery from the toxic relationship. There is this very deep dark and dangerous place that I call comfortably numb. This is a place that people go to when they're so used to suppressing their feelings and suppressing their emotions. Quite often they may have been with a narcissist for several years or several months or they could have come from a family and had a mother or a father who was narcissistic or toxic that pushed them to a place that they felt like they needed to put other people first, which is obviously codependency and people-pleasing behavior. And we've talked about suppressing emotion and suppressing feelings before, but I want to talk about this notion of being comfortably numb. slightly different. So in my definition of being comfortably numb, It's not just suppressing feelings, and it's not just suppressing emotions. It's also numbing them. So in essence, you know something's wrong. I don't care if you're in the relationship or if you're in recovery from the relationship. You know that something's wrong, and you feel that there's something wrong, and you know that there's something wrong with your emotions. And in essence, you know that there's some healing that needs to take place, and either you don't know how to get it done You're uncomfortable with how to get it done. You don't know where to turn to or you've turned to people and you're not getting the answers that you're looking for. So you start to numb them yourself. And the numbing that takes place can come in many different forms. It can come in the form of drugs and alcohol, which is very common. When someone feels that they're down, when that someone feels like their emotions or their feelings have been suppressed and they're in pain, quite often they go into a, an even deeper depression with drugs or alcohol or that drug or alcohol is an escape. They may go to a bar and hang out with friends and drink multiple times a week or maybe it's not even going out. Maybe it is just drinking at home because the times that they are drunk the times that they've been drinking or tipsy however whatever level that you're drinking or the times that they are that they are using drugs or smoking or whatever whatever the drug of choice is that's the only time that you actually feel free you go days weeks years Without feeling heard, without feeling understood by your partner, by your friends, by your family members, by your coworkers, and sometimes by your spiritual leaders if that is the toxic environment that you're in. And so the only time you feel like you are understood is actually when you are drinking or when you're smoking. When you can get into your own head and into your own feelings, and that's the only time that you actually feel free is when you're numb and when you've numbed yourself. And so, really, you've in essence created like an alternate reality, you can't cope with real life, or you choose not to cope with real life, and so, numbing the pain, this area of darkness is much better than dealing with it in real life. I think that it's very common for people to use drugs or alcohol, and I think that we all can either relate or we all know some people that have been there, done that, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a toxic relationship that we've seen people numb pain with drugs or alcohol. People may have lost a loved one, and they turn to drugs or alcohol. You know, when they're going through their grief period, or even lost employment, or just going through a rough time. However, there are some other ways that people choose to numb that maybe we don't necessarily give enough credit to and that we don't recognize often enough. And I kind of call these more of a positive numbing, even though these are not necessarily positive ways of dealing with and coping with pain and coping with the fact that your feelings and your emotions are suppressed. One of these ways that people are numbing themselves is through work. They become workaholics. And what happens is that they will drown themselves with work and often they will get promotions, they'll get accolades, they will get new positions. And so really what's happening is that internally they're destroyed, they're hurting, they're in pain, but they're masking that pain with the promotions, with the better money, with the better jobs, with the, with the career, but they're in pain. They're actually hurting on the inside, so the what's happening on the outside is not matching what's happening on the inside. On the inside, they're actually a disaster. But being at work, drowning themselves in work, feels much better. Numbing themselves with work feels much better than than actually dealing with the pain that's plaguing them internally. You may drown yourself with volunteer work with church activities or with activities at with with friends and, or even at the gym. Now, I want to make this clear. Being more productive at work, being more active in the gym, being more active in the community, none of those things are bad things. And the reason why I, I called them positive numbing is because those are all positive things. No one would discourage you from doing those things. However, when you're doing those things at a rate that is causing the rest of your life to be unbalanced and when those are ways that you are numbing and masking your pain and you're not actually dealing with and you're not actually having open honest discussions about what you're actually going through then it's now a mask and it's not actually dealing with and it's not actually healing those things can certainly be a part of your healing, but the the masking of how you actually feel, the masking of your feelings, the masking of your emotions, and the suppression of those emotions will never, ever work. I've said this on this platform before, but you need to feel it to heal it. Yes, being with a narcissist or with someone who's toxic, you're used to putting yourself, putting your own needs and your own emotions and your own feelings second to theirs. But masking those feelings and masking the pain and numbing the pain is not going to help. And even if and when you leave the narcissist, if you don't heal those wounds, you're actually going to make those wounds worse. And if you choose to get into another relationship, or if you find a new friendship, you're only going to run yourself right back into the same type of situation, and sometimes even worse. You're going to find a different flavor of narcissist, or if it's a romantic relationship, you're going to find someone that is just like the person that you just left, or worse. I ran into an old friend that I had not talked to in a long time, not too long ago, and this person unfortunately broke her ankle. What was interesting was that her ankle was broken so badly, it was broken in two spots, it was broken so badly that she actually, it actually required surgery. And when she told me the story of how it actually happened, she told me that she actually didn't even know, even though she couldn't walk on it, she actually did not know that it was broken until the next day. The reason why was because she had a night out. I'm not judging anyone who likes to drink. I, I like to drink myself, but she had a night out. She was, she had one or a couple too many to drink and You know, she slipped, she fell, she broke her ankle and she literally did not feel the pain in her ankle because of the drinking. And even though that is a physical aspect, that's the same thing that happens when you're dealing, when you're healing from a toxic relationship as well. When you're so used to being comfortably numb, you're actually hurting on the inside and there's pain there that needs to that needs to have a healing but because you're so numb because you've masked that pain with work or with drugs or with alcohol you can never heal yourself properly which means that you're going to run into other issues down the line so just to continue on with my example my friend who broke her ankle you can imagine what type of Pain, and what type of, and, and she would cause more damage to herself. If she were to not, if she did not get the surgery, if she were to continue to walk on it, if she ignored or if she were to continue to numb her pain in her ankle and continue to live life like nothing ever happened, she would cause more physical damage to herself than what the surgery and what the therapy, what the physical therapist would, would cause? Yes, she's gonna have a scar. Yes, the treatment that she goes through, the physical therapy that she goes through, will probably take weeks. But she will be able to walk again. She'll have full range of motion of her ankle. She'll never forget what happened because of the scar. But she'll be, she will be able to use her ankle. She will be able to use her leg. Like nothing ever happened. And it's the same thing. When it comes to healing your feelings. And healing your emotions. And you stop being comfortably numb. And stop masking this pain. That you've been through. Yes you will have a scar. You will never forget what you have been through. And I encourage people not to forget. What you've been through. But continuing life like nothing ever happened and continuing to numb, continuing to mask, you will cause more damage to yourself. You will also cause more damage to those who are around you. Because as long as you continue to suppress those feelings and suppress those emotions, trust me when I tell you this, those emotions will come out one way, or the other. And if you continue to suppress and you continue to numb. They will come out in a way that you do not want them to. And even if you don't recognize it. Your friends, your family, your co-workers and those that are around you. They'll notice. Your romantic relationships. They'll notice. So if this episode has resonated with you and you feel like you're someone who has been comfortably numb and masking your feelings and masking your pain I encourage you to open up uh, I have a I have a Facebook group called Wounded Healers that you can open up to uh, you can go to a therapist obviously you can book with me and if you have a question that you would like for me to answer right here on the podcast regardless if it's about this or something related to your own personal life, just go to mattfeiffercoaching.com, go to the contact tab, send me a, an email, three paragraphs max, being very direct, very specific about your situation, and I would love to answer anything you have right here on the podcast. Until then, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. fly. Show the world like, the you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Yeah, show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide. Show the worry you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly should you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Shouldn't worry, you can fly, baby. Shouldn't worry, you can fly. Yeah, shouldn't worry, you can fly. dream big. Now my mommy told me, dream big. It's all we take with us and the things we did. Dream big, yeah. Just dream big, yeah. That's what my nana said. Dream big, mommy told me, dream big. It's all we take with us and the things we did. Dream big.